Howdy and welcome to the Confidence Through Health podcast. I'm Jerry Snyder. As an elite level athlete, owner of All In Health and Wellness, and author of the book Confidence Through Health, my goal is to help you achieve your goals and dreams using health as the conduit to get there. This podcast is brought to you in part by Social Media Cowboys. They are a digital media agency that helps businesses get found online. Websites, social media, AdWords, geofencing, and much, much more. If you need help with online marketing, they are here for your business. Social Media Cowboys, practical solutions for real businesses. Welcome back to the Confidence Through Health podcast. This is Jerry Snyder. I'm bringing you an episode that I'm very excited about. My buddy, Kevin Franklin, who played in the NFL. He's now a senior program director with the YMCA of Baton Rouge. We talk about youth fitness. We talk about what it takes to get to the next level, not just with athletics, but in your whole life, how to achieve the next level, how to get that piece of professionalism, how to act like a professional, no matter what level you're at, no matter what stage of life you're at, no matter if you've reached your goal or not. We also talk a little bit about what's going on in the country uh, in regards to race relations and how we can do our part to make things better. So without further ado, I'm excited to bring to you Kevin Franklin. So welcome, Kevin, to the Confidence Through Health podcast. I'm glad to have you on. Welcome, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me, man. This is a very, uh, very interesting time in my life, man. A lot is going yep. on, but brother, it's good to be back with my brothers. Jerry is my brother, y'all. So yeah. <laughs> it's different. Yeah. It's different from anybody else. It's a pleasure to be on with you and your crowd, man. It, it is. Well, and, and, you know, we go back to high school. Uh, yes, people sir. that are listening and, uh, you know, yes. we've, we've been on the track together, uh, sweating, uh, maybe a little, yes. bit, little bit of blood here and there. Yes, um, for four four years, four years. I ran with you about four years because I was a freshman. So we kind of came up together. So we kind of came up and your rise, I saw your rise, you saw my rise. So it's different different for us, you know. Um, And Kevin went on to do a little bit more than I did athletically uh, beyond college. But, uh, you know, he's great. And I'll let him talk a little bit about that. But um, I want him to tell us a little bit about like how you got your rise through fitness in, in health and in how that pushed you into one career that led now to where you are with helping kids? Well, it, it started out when we were with, uh, I was with the youth organization called South Baton Rouge Rams. And yep. uh, we're, we're very known, very known. Um, we were all over the city. Everybody played all over the city. Very selective. It was very selective back then. And um, that, that arose my, the beast that was in me for, for athletic and for training. And, right. and that's what they did because we we trained harder than anybody in the city, Jerry. We really did. Oh, yeah. um, you're talking about from resistance training, uh, core training, yeah. uh, all that back in the day that it didn't even exist. So right. it was a more of a military style back then. But now it's more. It was more specific as I look back at it. We did tires, we did heels, we did yeah. uh, jumps, we did plyometrics, we did all that back then. So that sparked my my love for it back then and then yeah. it, it carried on into middle school and the high school at catholic of course catholic high we did a lot of olympic lifts right so now i'm adding on to my repertoire you know that from coach yep. weiner yep. now i'm adding on to my repertoire so now i'm adding olympic lifts i'm doing clean and jerk 
uh, so now it's kind of getting different. Now we're doing sled pulls now. Now I'm, I'm pulling with sled with weights. Right. So all this stuff is adding to who Kevin is and it's giving me more confidence there. So as I'm getting, I'm, I'm doing these more lifts and it, here I, I wasn't introduced to it, to, to cleans at eight. You get it? I did it yeah. gradually, you know, because I was from the inner city. We didn't have the Olympic lifts. We didn't know anything, anything about right. that. So I think right. Kevin's introduction to it was gradual and I loved it. And I loved it because I wasn't eight years old trying to do a hand clean. I wasn't, yeah. I did it. I, I ran and then I, they, as I got older and then stronger, they introduced me to it and, and squats and hand cleans and all the other stuff like that. So to carry on a little further, we went to, I went to, went to, um, went to LSU, went to Catholic high. Um, me and Warwick Dunn played together, as you know, cause right. you, you went yeah. with us and um, I was afforded a, a scholarship because of those athletic endeavors. And I ran track. And um, people don't understand how track added to my success. Oh, yeah. Jerry, I'm going to just tell you, just me and you, oh, yeah. just me and you talking on your person, not just for your podcast. I'm just telling you, oh, yeah. track and field added to my success, brother. It, it was a part of my how I made it. So now, here it is. I added lifts, Olympic lifts. I added track and field because I didn't run track when I was younger. So now I, I'm adding that to my repertoire. So I yeah. kept adding to my tool belt. So now it's like, man, like, like now everybody like he's a he's a national, um, he's a three four star guy now, which which yeah. is which is really good, right? You you know that by the guys oh, yeah. train. Um, so now I'm, I I built that guy, so I built myself up into that guy. I wasn't that guy at eight years old. I was you know I was a chubby kid, and uh, they need that gradual growth into being who they are to maturity, physical maturity, and spiritual maturity. Right. So I was able to do that in Southern University. Uh, I was I went to LSU in the dark days, and um, I ran track and <laughs> did football. And it was the dark. Oh, Jerry is the dark days. <laughs> Jerry well, Donato, Curly Homer. So dark days in football, days. but maybe not in track. You no, had, you not had track, Pat Henry because we won. Yes, we had yeah, Pat Henry. Yeah. And see, Jerry, see, see, Jerry knows his stuff, y'all. Yeah. Y'all crowd, y'all, y'all, <laughs> y'all getting a wealth of knowledge from this man. And he's a great, great man, and I love him for it. But yes, we had a great track team. I won the four by one hundred national championship. I still have that ring today. That's one of the rings that I, I cherish. Yeah. And um, and everything kind of blossomed. But in the dog days, I had to transfer to Southern University. Southern University, we had a great track team as well. I won multiple four by one hundred, two hundred. I won the two hundred meters at uh at Southern University at a swag champion. Um, it just started blossoming, Jerry, and everything yeah. started blossoming from there. And um, I went on to play football with the Oakland Raiders. I uh, played with them. I played with Canada. I played in the Arena Football League. Yeah. Uh, wherever there was football, I played it. But it was from that foundation, like right. you said, was from my, when I was a youth. And um, I got into the Y after my days were over. I ended up getting hurt. And um, it just it, – it just – it was a job that it fit me, Jerry. And, yeah. and here I am today with you, man. And, and here I am and still in it. Uh, so now we're looking at about 20, 30 years or so, man. I've been in athletics. I've been in the, the kid business, the child fitness business. Right. And I love it. And I own the business, too. I own the Anytime Fitness in uh, Tallahassee, Florida. I own uh, three, three franchises. Cool. So I was certified as, as a trainer, personal trainer. I've been certified as a personal trainer, as a gym right. owner. So... It's it's been a very interesting road, man. But I like the I like where it's ending because I'm 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 teaching now and coaching, and I love right. that what I'm doing now with you and stuff like that. So, right. Well, and it is. It's it's come full circle because now you're you know I've seen pictures yes. of stuff you're doing, the videos of stuff you're doing with the kids and yes. why and the camps yes, you're putting on. And, yes. Um, you know, and so talk about like, and, and I I know from from hearing about stories about you know South Baton Rouge Rams back in the day has been like yes. Yeah. You know, y'all, y'all, y'all were 20 years ahead. You know, the coaching yeah. was 20 years ahead of where, 
you know, yes. most eight year olds were getting um, yes. eight to 10 year olds. And uh, so talk about sort of the difference you see in maybe what, what parents can help with and like kids nowadays and how they act when they come to an athletic camp or are they prepared, you know, physically the same way that maybe you saw when, you know, you and your teammates were, or is there something that parents can be doing at home? Is it in, in sort of getting into the, you know, is it too specialized? Yeah, uh, well, yeah, it's it's heading that way. It's heading yeah. that way, and um, it's it's becoming. We we should never, as parents, and and when you, I'm I'm a grandfather and, and a right. father myself, just like you, and we should never um underestimate the power of a dad or a mom right. working out with their baby. I think at a certain age, when you're young, between the ages of six and seven and eight and nine, I think. I can train me and Jerry can train you to, to take care of your baby until a coach comes along until you right. find a comfortable space for your coach. So yes, I do believe it's being too specialized at a too early age by yeah. some guys that don't really know what they're doing, where Kevin Franklin can tell you, just go get a sled. Cause at some point, and I'm gonna tell you a key. I'm gonna tell your listeners the key. I'm gonna tell your listeners a secret. Now y'all listen now. Yeah. What's Kevin gonna tell you? And Jared knows this at, from ages, from ages four years old till about seven or eight years old. It's all about repetition. It's not oh, about yeah. skill. They're not going to get the skill level until they get older and know what they're doing. So yep. guess what guys save your money, Exactly. exactly. <laughs> save your money and call somebody like Jerry and Kevin who just want to give to you and just want to love to you. Ask us what the, what, what you should do. Go buy your ladder, go buy a slit and just go buy those things until yep. he can get it. And then you will save your time, some time and money by yep. doing that. Now, do I am I against a, a parent paying for a guy to work out with the baby? I'm not. I mean, Jerry isn't either. We're oh, not yeah. for that. But at some point, guys, it's about repetition. It's just yeah. about repetition. It's that you get it takes ten thousand reps for somebody to be a master, and Jerry knows this by his reads. Yeah. So all you need is the reps before the master shows himself up to you. Exactly. And then after that, after that. You, you become you become a lot better. So I do believe in that. And what I see, and to answer your other question, is that I see a lot of parents are looking for the secret potion. Right. And other than me, my, my mom and dad, they told me something back then. They said, Kevin, you can't quit. I don't know. I don't care how hard it is. I don't care what they put you through. Right. He can't quit. So they, would, they wouldn't teach me anything about athletics. You see, you see that, Jerry? Oh, see yeah. the difference? Oh, yeah. It's Big not time. about... It wasn't about the athleticism. It was about yeah. teaching him he can't quit. He yeah. can. He, he, it was a character trait they were putting into me more so than the physical they were putting into me. Yeah. Well, but it transformed. I, yeah, I totally agree with that. And it's, it's yes. you know, one of the things, I've got an eighth grader that I just started working with um, that yes. came to me for, for cross-country running, which, you know, is my specialty. And, right. you know, and, I, and I, she sort of laughed. She, I just had her second workout with her. She sort of laughed at first, but I said, right, I don't care how good you are. I don't care what your coaches have told you talent wise, all this stuff. I said, the first thing I'm going to do is teach you how to walk again. That's like, it. What? And I was like, yeah, because yeah. if you, if you have the right structure and foundation from walking, then you can run and run with the proper form. You'll save your energy. You'll be more yes. fluid and all those things, you know, that, you know, and it's like, she's like, what? and so two sessions now, all we've done is basically walk over cones Yes. To make sure that her foot strike is right, her arms are right, and everything's working fluidly yes. together. Um, you have to strip it down, strip the yeah. strip the motor down, and start over. <laughs> yeah. right. You know, and it's like right, and, right. And, and and so that's one of those things that, that it is. It's a repetition thing, and in for yes. 
she's in eighth grade. So for all that time, she's been repeating the wrong habit. Yes. And foot strike and how there she stands go. and all those things. And so it's like, yes. you know, yes. posture is a huge thing. And that's something you don't necessarily have to pay me for when they're eight years old. It's just, you can look at no. them and go, and hey, your posture's wrong. Why are you walking yes. like that? Like stand yes. up straight. Like, you yes. know, um, yes. I got guys things. that, yeah, they don't even know what a three point stance is. They don't yeah. know how to, how to arm swing Jerry. And I'm yeah. like, how you a football player and you don't know track exercises you don't know right. arm swing you don't know because they go together there's a marriage between the two yep. and you don't know how to swing your arms you don't know how to how to start yep. here it is you go you don't even know how to start you don't even know how to get in a three-point stand and start like we doing you know track and field oh yeah you don't even know anything about that and but these guys been training you for four or five six seven eight years yep. i say then that's when i know Jerry and I, we're very needed for this community, what we're in. We're yeah. very needed because those guys are, are they aren't doing them a disservice. They're just doing the best they can. Right. They don't have the knowledge, and it takes us to give back and give that knowledge. Right. Uh, well, and you mentioned this, it, 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 you know, when you're talking about your history, and, 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 and granted, when you get to the NFL, I mean, it, injuries are a part of life in that, in that realm. I mean, you're going to go through them, and, and you're going to oh, yeah. have those injuries that are going to be the yes, career sir. ending and all that stuff. But, yes, sir. But, you, sh- you shouldn't necessarily – there's some extremes, but most of the time you shouldn't have career-ending injuries in 7th no. or 8th grade. If, no. If you have something like that happen, that is 100% bad technique that was taught you know, yes. to have something like that happen. Um, yes, yes. If you, you know, if you, you know, ACL from all that and all that, that's doing the wrong movement. You're not right. keeping your shoulders. If you tear your ACL at 8 years old or – nine years old, that means, uh, you know, uh, your ankles, that means you wasn't, your proper stance and your posture was wrong and right. it made, it put too much weight on your knees and made your knees get out of, jo- and then here it is, you, you, from a knee injury that, that young, it's hard, yeah. man, it's hard, you have to, re, 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 like you said, reteach everything yeah. from a knee injury, you have to reteach everything and so think about the throwing, you know, we got Patrick Coogan, we got all the different guys, oh, yeah. think about the throwing, that some of these AAU baseball guys are doing. They're throwing their yeah. arm out because they so they're doing they throwing so many pitches. So they try to put a curve on it with with pitch counts, but yeah, they, you know, those guys need rest, man. They they can't throw that oh, yeah. because they're young, they babies, yeah. you know. So well, and, I and, it's, early. It, it, and everybody's body's a little different. Yes. You know? Especially in that age range of, you know, eight to sixteen, you're gonna have some kids that are gonna have early growth spurts and some kids are gonna have late growth spurts and Yes. So you, you cannot treat everybody the same on your no. team, you know, and if no. you have coaches that are saying everybody's got to do, you know, the same activities, no matter what physical you're at, you know, it's like, yes, you have to, yes. you have to tailor it. You have to be specific to, and it can be in groups even, you know, but like, Hey, these five guys are going to do this, you know, without singling them out for their, you know, they're not bad. They're not, they're not no. wrong with them. They just haven't not developed. Enough. Not at all. They just need to they like you said, they need to develop. They need yeah. to push the envelope, and that's all they need to do. So that's what we try to teach. What I what I do, and even yeah. in my personal you know training with guys, and in my with the why, it's all about uh, the building their uh, tool belt. I try to right. just like I trained. I try to put into their tool belt, and then also um, the spiritual comes later. You know, I try to get right. into their spiritual and emotional um, growth. Um, and I think coaches get, they, they leave that alone. I learned about spiritual growth at Catholic high. Yeah. Um, I learned about coaching at Catholic high, the, uh, the, the guy in the inner city, the inner city ghetto, uh, African-American boy 
he needs a father figure. He needs right. Kevin Franklin to be his father, to be on him, to fuss at him, to teach him about discipline. But the suburban Catholic high guy, right. he, he can't take that sometimes. You know, he can't take Kevin yelling at him because yeah. he has a mom and dad at home. He doesn't. Right. And I, I made a few cry, but, <laughs> but it, took me, it took me to learn at coaching because I was a coach and I couldn't treat everybody like you just said. Jerry. I'm yeah. telling you, this goes together. This story goes right with you. It, yeah. I had to treat him individually. So what I did was I learned how to say, OK, the kids at Catholic High, they need to be trained a certain different way. I need right. to be their coach. I need to be their spiritual guy. I need to teach them about, and, and me being an African-American coach was their blessing. You get it? Oh, yeah. So, but the inner city guy, I need me being his his, his mentor, his father figure. Right. That was his blessing. So these were two different kids where spiritually and emotionally, I'm, I'm, I'm asked to be two different things with them. Two, yeah. two totally different things. Yeah. Well, and, and, and I'm sure you, you, you going along with that, because I coach cross country and track and, in the high school level, a little bit of junior high here and there. Um, yeah. Coaching will push you as an athlete. Yes. Probably more than being an athlete. Yes. You know, if yes. you're coming to it from the right angle of not only do I want to win the games or I want to have the fastest athletes or whatever, but it's like, but making sure that they're growing to be better people. Yes. yes. That pushes yes. you as a coach harder than I was ever pushed as an athlete. Yes. Because here it is, Jerry, there are more of the blue-collar, white-collar kids that are going to come from your program than actually guys like Kevin and Jerry. Yeah. You know, we're the few in the crowd that go to college and we go on to, to run. And Jerry, don't let Jerry fool y'all, y'all, y'all. Y'all don't hear my dad. <laughs> this man is a professional runner. Like, he runs and races and wins them. He runs and, he runs these 5Ks. He wins. He's a professional runner. I don't let him fool y'all. Right. But they need to know that there's a natural progression to that thing. And yeah. that, that is how – we grew. We grew through. We grew up to who we were. You know, that wasn't something yeah. that just happened. You know, we just kind of yeah. we grew into it, and we've given back to you guys through what we learned. So learn from our actions. Learn from what we're doing, and then take that take that further. Right. Um, so from a from a from a learning standpoint, um, yes. Go back to uh, to maybe your college days, but then definitely like when you got into the NFL. Yes, and, and not so much the athletic side of it, but. What did you see in the locker room that was like, this guy's really intense about his health and fitness and his approach yes. versus the guys that, and maybe it's a, maybe it's a background upbringing of like, yes. these guys are just yes. like, they weren't coached very well. They're just talent all day long. And yes. you know, yes. these guys are so uber focused about every little detail of how this process works. Yes. Uh, and, and the story I tell people is when I was in Oakland, you know, I, when I was in the, with the Oakland Raiders yeah. and then I, I later went on to Detroit and I saw the difference there, too. But I'll tell you the one in Oakland. I was with there with Tim Brown, you know, all oh, yeah. all American Tim Brown. Yeah. Yep. Ah, here you go. So. <laughs> so Tim Brown, I'm practicing with Tim Brown. I'm I'm, uh, I'm scout team. I'm, I'm practice squad with Tim Brown. Right. And uh, it was very methodical watching him. It was very. um I was very kind of interested in watching him practice and watching him play. Yeah. He didn't talk much. It was all about a job to him. It was all about his work ethic. Now, I also played with Charles Woodson. Yeah. Here you go. Very extremely athletic. Yep. Extremely um, gifted, um, you know, physically. Um, but he had to learn to be a pro. Right. See, that answers your question right there. Oh, yeah. I saw two different sides of it. I saw a seasoned vet. 
and I saw a young rookie. And I, that's why I think God, he shows us things and he lets you be a part of things. So right. we can't tell these stories back in the day. And, and if you learn and watch, you're, you're being taught a lesson. Yeah. So being taught by those two things, you see both sides of the NFL. That, yeah. That's the NFL one-on-one. You have guys who are extremely professional, who take their job seriously, who really are um, in, in putting it's a job to them. And you got yeah. guys who have to learn to be a professional. Right now, I'm telling you guys this, and y'all gonna look at it differently from now on. Y'all gonna look at it totally differently because I told you guys how to look at it. Yeah, guys that they treat this thing like a job, they have long, gracious careers. They have great careers. Mm-hmm. Those are the rookies that don't seem to do that. They get caught up in money and contracts, and they get get away from what it truly supposed to be. Yeah, those are the guys that pay a three or four, five, six years, and they then you're gone and say, "What happened? Where that guy go?" Yeah, you have to be taught to be a professional and to treat that game and not rely just on your athletic. Right. Your, you have to be grounded like oh, Tom yeah. Brady. You have to be yeah. grounded spiritually, emotionally, and physically to be able to play that game beyond 20, 30 years. So what I learned is that you, you, you really uh, have to know how to be a professional and how to train yeah. your body accordingly. I watched how Tim Brown ate. I watched how he practiced. I watched yeah. everything, and that added to what I am now. Yes, sir. Well, and, and that that was like the perfect way and analogy for people. Yes. Like, take yourselves out of the NFL, but look at so many yes. people struggle with nutrition. So many people struggle yes. with, you know, like, how is it yes. this person can sit down and eat whatever they want, and they stay skinny, and they stay, you know. <laughs> yeah. And, yes. and I look at a plate of donuts, and I gain 30 pounds, you know, like. Right. You know, how is this possible? How is it? And it is, it's a, it, you have to take, you can't just say, you know, a lot of people, they grow up and they can eat whatever they want, especially yes. boys. Yes. You can eat whatever you want because your dad yes. was huge and you hit 25 and all of a sudden you start packing on five pounds a year, 10 pounds a year. Yes. You know, you wake up at 40 and you're like, how, how did I turn into this body? Right. You know, right. and it's that, it's that professional approach of like, you can't just rely on your talent as a rookie when you were a teen and just say, that's going to last the rest of your life. It's just not, you know, right. and it's, right. it, you've got to take that professional approach with your nutrition. And, you know, and that's yeah. what I'm trying to help people with from that side of things. It's right. just that mindset of you can't just rely on this. It's just going to happen. Like right. It's always happened. Well, even nutrition, nutrition wise, and, and like you just said, even even that eating, you have to eat like a professional. You have to walk right. like a professional. You have to everything goes into that. You have to study. You have yep. to study, and I know y'all hate to hear that, but you have to study. Have you want to be smaller? You have to study it and jump into it, yep. and read books and and listen to podcasts like this one. You have to do a lot when it comes to spiritually, professionally, emotionally, all yep. that to getting better and changing your lifestyle. Into, and, tra- and transforming your body. You have to get into it and be a professional at it. And then yep. that's when you turn the switch and the switch goes on and you look around and you say, wow, you know, I'm, I'm actually, you know, I'm actually, this, this is my lifestyle now. I'm right. actually a new person. So, right. So, yes, so in talking about all those other areas as well, because we've talked about fitness a little bit, talked about athletics, um, yes. touched on nutrition right there, but you, you're bringing up the emotional and the spiritual and all those things. And yes, sir. and, and I'll tell you like from, and I know that you haven't had, like, from the outside looking in, maybe things have been great because, dude, you're a happy guy. You're an optimistic guy. Like, mm-hmm. You always have been, you know. Yes. But I know you've, you've had struggles. We've all oh, had yeah. struggles. You know, you've had oh, struggles. Yes. You've probably had harder <laughs> struggles than I have. And I mean, it, it, yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. And so how important to you is it and how important do you think it is for other people to have that, 
that optimistic, positive view? Well, it goes it goes hand in hand. Um, it, it, here it is. It's a conscious effort. It's yeah. a conscious effort for Kevin. They don't see. They don't understand the power uh, of your mind, and that's why I'm glad y'all right. talking with Jerry and y'all have him as y'all guide and your coach because. Your, your mind, it, it, it goes a long way into developing who you are. Right. I'm, it's, 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 I, it's a conscious effort every day for Kevin to go out and be positive. Right. I, I, do I get down sometimes? Yes. But as a man, as a man, Brothers of the Sacred Heart, Kevin right. Franklin, a father, a grandfather, uh, a leader at, 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 at the Y, I'm, I'm, a, I'm not allowed, get it? I'm not oh, allowed... Yeah to have any weak weak moments until I allow me to have weak moments. You get right. it? Yep. Now I cry and here it is, Jerry. Here it is. This for your people. And I'm being totally transparent and honest with you guys. Does do Kevin cry? Yes. I have issues with depression and anxiety. But right. here it is. I don't medicate. I do spiritual, emotional. Yep. I read my Bible. I did you get it? So yep. with saying that, I know that already there's a there's a higher power and I work on my own growth and my own spiritual growth and I control that and within my spell. Today's going to be I, I will it to be. Right. Right. It's going to be. I don't care what go on. It's going to be a good day. Now when I yeah. get home I might cry but that's alright. It was a good day for me. It was a good day for everybody else saw it. It was a good yeah. day. You yeah. get it? <laughs> so, no that's true. I mean and I've, right. I've told people especially with this with you know with the coronavirus coming out and the lockdown and all that going on that was one of the first things I told people was like, it's okay. Yeah. Your world's rocked. Right. Your world's crazy. It's okay to go sit home and cry for a little bit. Right. And, and I remember you, I remember your pocket. I remember your, you know? some of your, uh, your YouTube, I mean, your, yeah. um, your Facebook, your Facebook messages and stuff. Yeah. I remember. Yes. You know, and it's yeah. like, cause that is, there, there is a power in that cleansing and it's, yes. you know, and that is the, that's the way your body cleanses. It's like, get it out, you yeah. know, get to that. Like your body's shaking. You're crying so hard. You know, you're yes. trembling. And it's, yes. you know, we all have to get there to, to, it's sort of a reset button for our, for our nervous yes. system. Well, uh, in your spirit, it's a reset yeah. for your spirit. It's a reset for your soul. And you have to get to a point where you, you fight through it, but here it is. Today will come a new day. Exactly. Today will come a new day, brother. If you, if you're blessed tomorrow to wake up after that good cry and you blessed to, for tomorrow to wake up, you get up in tomorrow and you attack tomorrow. Just like it's like, like, like nobody's business. You go yeah. attack it. And, and here it is. People watch our growth. They watch what you do. Oh, you know, yeah. Kevin ain't Superman, but I'm Superman to you. Yeah. I don't let people see my weaknesses. I let my wife, I let people close to me, Jerry. I let people close to me see them. But I, to the world, I'm a Superman. But, and yeah. that's what's missing in this world, Jerry. We have to understand that it's okay to cry, but it's okay to be strong, to be a strong father, to be yeah. a strong man in your community. It's okay to be a strong man, too. And I think that's what we have to let let these young guys know. Hey, brother, yeah. you, I'm asking you to be strong, but I'm asking you to be okay to be weak at some points too. You right. need to talk to Mr. Kevin. Call me. You need to talk to Mr. Jerry. Call me. Yep. Lean on somebody that's that that knows and have the have the ability to, to help you through navigate through this thing called life. Right. Because somebody because I'm just giving it back to y'all. Well, and I think that's one of the big things that uh, I think is missing in a lot of people and not just necessarily from the father figure standpoint, yes. um, but it's missing in a lot of people's lives. It's, you know, my, my dad wasn't the best at talking to me and communicating to me. Oh, and, no. And I got <laughs> lucky. I got, I got so lucky to, to come into Catholic high and have yes. Coach Boudreaux and like yes. just took me under yes. and just like, yes. and then when I left on and went on to college and I was like, 
I, I had that, that it was missing. You know, yes. the college coach wasn't, he was like, it's a job. It's you're here to make you know, right. certain points in a meet and you're going to make me keep my job. And that's all that matters. Right. Um, you know, right. so it was like, that was missing. And, and then as I got older, I realized I, you know, it's, it, it's not necessarily about having the older person. I mean, it is, it's nice to have those older people to talk to because they've been through it. They've, they've got the wisdom, but it's just having somebody that you can break down that barrier and say, I got to yes. cry right now. Can I, can I just cry with you or yes. whether it's your wife or whether it's somebody else and, yes. and, and not just one person, but multiple people. Cause yes. Yes. You know, if you just have one person and they're having a bad time at the same time, Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Who you going go to? Right. go to? Who you going to go to? Who they going to go to? Right. Like, right. Right. I got, a, gotta go I got a couple of brothers that I do. I have one brother and I call him. My wife called him my bromance. And I, <laughs> yep. but yep. I call him when I'm something going on, I call him and he know he kind of senses it when, when I'm, he knows it. Yeah. And he, you know, he'll call me when something going on. He'll call me and he'll check on me. And that's kind of the brotherhood that you know. Your brothers, if you're he your true brother oh, yeah. or sister, they know when you're going through something because they've seen you. They know your path. So yep. he knows when I'm going through stuff and he knows when the stuff outside in the world affected me yep. and he'll call and we'll talk about it. We'll call. So you need spiritual warfare brothers too and sisters. Yep. You need people that can, can, can fight those battles with you and, and, and show you how to be that, that person. Now here it is. Jerry and I, we, we've had some rough times, you know, with coaches and yep. different types of coaches, but we always knew we could go back to Catholic high and see coach Boudreaux and everything be all oh, right. Yeah. So those are things that I, I, when I was in Oakland, when I was in, all these places I went through. When I left LSU and went to Southern, guess who I called the first call? Yeah. Coach Boudreaux. Yeah. And he called the track coach at, you get it? Oh, he yeah. called the track coach at Southern for me, Johnny yeah. Thomas, and got me to go to Southern University. So I knew who to call. Right. I knew I knew call Coach Boudreaux. He's my emotional, spiritual. He's my he's my leader. He he just everything to us. He was everything to us. But and that's what people need, and that's what Kevin yeah. and Jerry, we or we need to take that mantle well for coach. Coach is getting older. We oh, need yeah. to take that up, and we need to be that for the, That's why I go back to Catholic guy because they yeah. need the Kevin Franklin to be Coach Boudreaux. You know, they need me to be oh, yeah. Coach Boudreaux yeah. of, of, of that age. So, And that's what Kevin takes on that mantle for the youth organizations in Baton Rouge. I take on that for my family. I take on that. Yeah. And that's a, it's a burden to bear, Jerry, but oh, yeah. only a few, few call, but few answer, brother. You know, and I think yeah. that's just our call, you know. Well, yeah, and that's that's – you know, it's funny because it, it, I actually ignored the call right when I got out of college because oh, yeah. God oh, yeah. said, go do this. And I was like, it, at first I started talking about it and I was like, yeah, I'm going to do that. And then I had some, some people that were semi-friends, I guess, that were like, you can't do that. You don't have a business degree. You can't do that. You know, you know, you're just right yeah. out of college. You don't know. And, and I let that, that control me and take me a different direction. Exactly. Until about exactly. You know, four or five years ago when God said, you got to yeah. do this. You, right. You're ready. Step right. out. I'll take care of you. Right. You know, and I'm like, I don't, I don't, yes. know, how, I don't know how it's going to work tomorrow, but it's going to work today. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I don't know. When you connected with God, Jerry, I don't know. Yeah. God speaks to us. And I tell you this one, God speaks to us in whispers or yells. Right. But he's still whispering. He's still talking to you. Oh, yeah. And you just have to decipher on what you what you hear and then how loud he's talking to you. Yep. He talks to you, but you don't, if you won't, if you're ignoring, if your ego's too loud, it's too much chatter in your brain, you listen to other people, you listen to your ego, all those things are attributes of you not listening to God or the right. God in you. Right. Now, there's all types of listeners that we're going to, that probably going to hear this. Oh, yeah. The God in you or the God outside that's telling you where you should go and what you should do. Yep. Do we all, do we listen? Sometimes we don't. 
But oh, he's yeah. always going to, he's going to make you relive the moment until you get it. That's exactly. the grace of God. That's exactly. the God's grace. That's the beauty of who he is. Yep. He's going to make you relive it over and over again until you get it right. And then he's going to say, okay, now it's time for you to move to the next level. Man, yep. that's a great God right there. <laughs> yep. No, it is. It is. And it's it. And the great thing about it is that once you move there, if you're open to him, and you said this before, it's like, then it's time to pass it on to the next generation. Yeah. Yes. You know, yes. and that's, yeah. you know, and, and, and that's one of the things I've spoken at men's retreats. And I'm like, if you're, from a man's point of view, women may be yeah. a little different in how they share and how they learn. Yes. But from a they man's are. point of view, right. it's, I'm going to learn more. I'm, I, now, personally, I've gotten into reading, so I learn a lot from books. But yes. But in the past, like in a lot of guys that don't read, it's, I'm going to learn more from hearing about the experience that you went through. Yes. Testimony. You know, it's like, yes. what did you go through? Okay, I can relate to that. You know? Yes. Maybe not specifically yeah. in your situation, but I've been through situations where I've had the same type of scenario happen. Yes. The same emotions happen. And I can learn how you responded. You know, yes. How did you wake up every day thinking right. there, there's a possible way out of this? Right. Um, you right. Know, and, and that's whether it's your health, whether it's your spiritual, whether it's your emotional, whether it's your work, you know, all right. of those things that are, that are struggles that we all go through. Respect right. is a big one for guys. Yes. Know? Men want respect, that respect. Ego, eats, respect, ego. Those are all the things that guys need to work on that I've seen. Yeah. Um, and I want to add to what you're saying is that don't don't overlook guys and women the the of, of spiritual coaching, therapy, right. personal therapy, talking to others, um, life coaching. All these things are real jobs, guys, and they, they are things that people really need. Yeah. So you you can really help others by your your testimony, your your knowledge on what you have into your own little circle. Um, you know, even make a living. You can even do a lot of things. And I know me and Jerry could definitely help a lot of a lot of people. And Jerry does, yeah. and Kevin does. So yeah. we're telling you guys that these things are real professions that people really have. These ain't no oh, no yeah. gurus. They're life coaching and therapy therapy yeah. sessions and men's groups and. All these things, guys, are real. Masterminds, they call them masterminds. There are yep. many names, but the same same production. The same right. product is coming from, from you being a better person. Right. So you can call it what you want. So, guys, these things are real, and go seek them out to be a better you. You can't yep. help you all the time. Sometimes it takes Kevin and Jerry to say, hey, man, let me help you with that. I can help you kind of mold it because I've been through it, yep. and I can kind of guide you. In a, in a good direction. I'm just a guide. Now you 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 walking the trail. I'm just right. showing you where the trail is. I ain't, it's up to you to walk it, brother. I oh, exactly. I, I, I walk my own trail. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I got my well, own and, trail. Well, I can't walk you know, I mean, it, it, and that speaks to. I mean, I remember my. It, if it wouldn't have been for uh, for Trey Henry. Trey my, Henry. Wow. My sophomore year Trey at the Henry. state meet in cross country. If it wouldn't have been for him in that race, I probably would have not seen the success that I had over my entire career as a, as a high school. Wow. Player. Because that is big brother. Because that I was, well, I was the guy that there. said, take, take, take me back there, brother. I like this. <laughs> so, so I was the guy, my sophomore year, I come in and I'm like the seven, eight man on the cross country team. They take yes, seven, seven people to state. So I'm just right there. Yes. And it was me and a senior Shelly Melanson. And I thought there's no way I'm going to make it to state because he's going to take yes. the senior. He's going to let him go. And, you know, right. they don't need me to win state because the top five are great. They're right. going to go ahead and blow it out of the way. Right. Yes, um, and he picked me. And I was like, okay, I did just enough at district to be able to go to state. He saw potential. Right. Right. 
Right. But my, to that day, the way I raced was I wanted to win the first 800 of the three mile race. Right. And then I just died. Mindset. 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 It was like, I got to be in the front. And then if people pass me, oh, well, but I'm going to run as hard as I can for as long as I can. And then, you know, and so we get to state in wow. big race, huge race, lots of kids. And we start to take off and I, I, I start feeling it down Highland Road, down that start. And I'm just like, oh, I'm, I'm starting to go. And Trey right next to me yells at me. He goes, Jerry, run with me. I'm like, okay. And I stayed back. Wow. And instead of going through in first or second place at the 800, I was in like 70th place. Wow. And like nervous as all get out and crazy and all like, oh my gosh, what's going on? Wow. So I ran with him side by side to the first mile. And we got it on video at the first mile, coming up the mile. And you see us side by side. And that's when he says, okay, go. And he took off and I took off. And he, he finished seventh and I finished 13th overall. And I was wow. the second, second man on the team with a 30-second PR for three-mile race. Wow. And that that was like, okay, listen to the people ahead of you. Yeah. Understand that they're telling you the right thing. Yeah. You know? And and from there, hey, I mean, brother, it's history. That gave me you know? goosebumps, man. I, that was deep, man. That was, yeah. And it had so much to, to the world. You know, God sent Trey. He, get it? He told oh, yeah. him to tell you that. Hey, oh, man, yeah. and that's the God telling everybody. That's a, that might be somebody that tells you, hey, man, run with me. That was yep. God. Like God tells us, hey, man, run with me. Yep. And we, we they, they got crazy people in this world. They'll say, who is that? Man, I ain't doing what you say. And they keep going. <laughs> and God tells them, here it is, Jerry. God tells them, because yep. he says, run with me. He yep. says, run with me. And they, they do not listen. And they take off and go like a crazy man. And But they but the, the God in you listen to the God in him and say, you know what? Okay. And you submit yep. it. You yep. submitted to the will of God. You submitted and said, yes, sir. Exactly right. And ran the best you've ever ran in your whole life. So that's what, that's the definition of God as in person. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. And, yeah. and that's, I think that that's, that's what, the, the other piece of that is that guys don't need to be timid to share. No. You know, there's a lot of guys out there that have experiences that are crazy, uh, crazy good experience and crazy good life learning experiences experiences yes sir. and and they don't share them you know yes, sir. and 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 if you had gotten to the nfl as a rookie and nobody in the locker room had come up to you and said hey this is how we do things here or if you'd gotten yes. to lsu and nobody come and said hey it's different from high school yes. this is how we do things here you would have yes. had a completely different experience you know right. and probably not a good way yeah and not a good one and i wouldn't have made it i'm gonna just tell you i wouldn't yeah. have made it you know, because I was a fly on the wall. I did everything I was supposed to do as a rookie. I was yeah. quiet. I did every, everything I was supposed to do. Brother, I'm telling you, they thought I, they thought I couldn't talk the first couple of weeks. They was like, <laughs> did we talk? I was like, yes, sir, I talked. But I learned that from, you know, from Robert Frunderberg. And you know yep. what I'm saying? Yeah, yep. you remember? Oh, yeah. yeah and, oh, yeah. and Chad Malone's on and, 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 you know, and Kurt Dietrich. And running yep. as a freshman on a varsity team, I had to learn my way. I had right. to earn my learn and earn my way. I had to be seen and not heard. Right. So I was perfectly designed to make it in Oakland and make it in Detroit because I was there as a rookie and I was, hey, just be seen, do yep. your work, keep your head down, and add to the team. And yep. that's and that's what I did. And that's why I showed you your experience, your experiences add to your success. Right. Your experiences add to your success. So what you went through is going to be the tools that you need later on in life to be yeah. a success in life. So talk a little bit about uh, 
because I know a lot of a lot of kids they they look at you know because I did the same thing. I wanted to be an Olympic athlete, didn't make it yeah. that far, but yes, sir. A lot of kids look at the the NFL or the NBA or yes. the Olympics and say, if I can make there, that'll define my life. Yes. And then you get there for those those chosen few that make it. They get there and then they realize they got a lot more life to live. Right. You know, and, right. and, and you can't just fall back on that. Most people can't fall back on that. You know, you've got your Tom Brady's or your Peyton Manning's that are going to be able to fall back oh, yeah. on. Oh know, yeah. You know, and, yeah. and that's, but, but there's a tier of people way up there and then there's the rest of people that, that can make it that far. Yes. But then, you know, like you said, you know, three, four years and they're out and then it's like what's left and, and what defines me. Talk a little bit right. about that transition and the, and the struggle right. through that, um, you know, and how that goes. Right. Well, me, me and Patrick Coogan, and I know you know him. Yeah. I know you, Patrick Coogan, LSU great. We talked about this in one of my one of my shows and one of my podcasts before. Athletes don't know the window of opportunity that they're in, and they their their life is front end athletically. Right. We're front front loaded. That yeah. means all of our success is going to be in a, in a couple of years, and we're going to be very young. Right. So the majority of your playing time, guys, and I, I had Jermaine Williams on. If y'all know Jermaine Williams, it's called the Juice. He said he has more success now in his roofing business than he ever did playing football. Wow. So to say what Jerry, to add on to what Jerry's telling you guys, is that your sports is only a window. Sports is only right. a small fragment, a small window of your life. You spend more life as an adult. I'm going to spend more life as a as a grandfather than I did playing ball. Right. You understand that? Yeah. So if you look at it into those things and listen to me and Jerry and say, guys, four years of high school going to go. It's going to be gone. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to spend 20, 30, 40 as, a, as an adult. Right. I spent three or four years in the NFL with Canada, you know, playing professionally. I spent about three or four years totally. Yeah. And guys, I, I've been I've been 10, 10 years at the Y. So there yeah. you go. I spent yeah. four years at the Y and I did playing ball. Oh, yeah. Learning to be a professional, you know, in, in my job as a, as a program director and a senior program director at the Y than I did playing ball. Yeah. So to a- answer your question with Jerry, it's, it's a, to add on to what he's telling you guys is that, guys, sports are only to, to teach you the foundation of life. It right. teaches you the foundation and gives you the tools that you need to be a successful adult. That is if you're, if you're Tom Brady, or Kevin Franklin, or Jerry. Yep. You get it? Jerry Shakes now. We are being, Tom Jerry, Tom Brady's going to leave and have to be a father for his kids. Oh, exactly. He's going to teach them locker room t- tactics. He's yep. going to teach them, uh, he's going to teach them Bill Belichick tactics. I'm a, I, I guarantee you he's gonna, that's what he's going to teach Oh, yeah. Them. Oh, yeah. So that's what we're doing. We're teaching life skills. Mm-hmm. Football and, and track and field, um, sports, soccer, Field hockey, lacrosse, all these sports are only a window of your life. Right. Enjoy them. Play them to the, the best you can play them. Be elite if you can. But, guys, be a better human. Right. Look at the world we live in now. Be a better human being because you spend more time on this earth as a human being than you do as an athlete. Oh, exactly. Athletes last year, it's only a window. Yep. Being a human last year until I'm 80 years old. Yep. <laughs> you know, 70, yep. 80, if I'm blessed to be that old. Right. So look at it in those in those realms, guys. Look at it as, as enjoy while you're in it. But then you're going to start have to work on your character and who you are as a person afterwards. So right. football and sports help us build that character on who we're going to be after 
and what legacy we leave it. That's what right. the lesson that I, that I believe it is. Right. No, that's really, that's really good. Um, and I think that the, uh, you know, a big piece of that is that it's, if you're not learning those life lessons through it because you're caught up in the sport in the moment. Yes. That's when you struggle afterwards. Yes, you, know, you struggle hard. Identity, and that, you you know, struggle hard. Guys commit suicide, you know, and it's, it's CTE and all that with football, yeah, but yeah. but they, they struggle because they don't learn those lessons. And they here it is. They let life have to teach them those lessons. Right. You see, you're going to learn the lessons. It's either right. if life going to kick you in, and I don't want to cuss on your thing, but life <laughs> going to kick you in the butt. <laughs> you get it? Yeah. So sometimes jail have to teach guys. Sometimes yeah. life teach guys. Me and Jerry let football and sports and track and field teach us. Right. Y'all get it? I let those things teach me. I don't want to learn by the jailhouse. I don't want to learn by the light kicking me in the balls. I yeah. don't want to learn that. You get yeah. it? Life is not going to kick me because I, 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 I accepted the football lessons that I learned and the track and field lessons to come run with me. Yeah, yeah. brother. I'll take that yeah. lesson over, you know, my car getting evicted and my wife and my kids living on the cardboard box. Uh-uh, uh-uh. No. Yeah. I'm good. Run with me, God. Okay, you got that? All right, I'm going to run with God. There you go. You get it? Yep. Yep. (laughs) Exactly right. You know, and it's, it it is, it's that mindset of, you know, uh, and I think a a bit of that mindset is, you know, if you're in the sports, the sports is the temporary thing. Yes. It's not the lifelong thing. It's not the lifelong. You have to keep, even though it seems like it's so far away, especially for a 20 year old, 25 year old. And it's a tough, it's a tough conversation to have with them. Yeah. It is. You know, yeah. that, that live until you're 80 seems like it's forever, you know. Yes. And then, you know, then you get here and you're like, I'm almost 46. And I'm like, 80 is closer than when I was born. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm halfway there. I'm like, like man, we'll look around. Right? Like, oh, that's that's scary. You know, it's like, right. wait a minute. I'm right. almost 50. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes. You know, and, and, it's, and, it's, yeah. and it does. You start, you start changing how you think. Yes, sir. And I think that's where some of the wisdom comes in. But it is. It's, it's like you said, and I think this plays into how you're able to be so optimistic and happy and, and positive. There you go. Is there you go. You're looking at not, I don't want life to affect me. How can I yes. affect life? Yes. Yes. You know, how can, yes. I, how can I affect life or, or somebody else's life? Yes. If you have that approach, you know, yes. I, and I call, I, I've said it as a, as a ripple effect. is like, you don't, you don't have to change the world. No. You change one person and you'll change the world. Yes. Yes. You know, and, and that's, that's the greatest parable Jesus said is that Jesus, he trained one disciple. Then he went on to others. Then he ended up 12 yep. and 12 ended up. Y'all get it? So he yeah. only started with, with the one. It started with Jesus. Jesus was one. Yep. Then he, then he multiplied and multiplied it. So yep. change somebody's life, change one person's life. And you'll be surprised. And I look back on all the kids at the Y and you talking about all the kids you're coaching, what you're yep. coaching. Brother, I've it's been thousands of lives that I've, that oh, yeah. I've touched. Thousands. Yeah. You know, and you're talking about over the years, over ten year span. Yeah. You know, you got I got kids having kids now. I got kids that, you know, they were in my camp, they've graduated, they're married. Like yeah. I've had workers that are married now. That's the legacy that we're leaving. That's the legacy Kevin is leaving and saying that Kevin was a stand up guy for ten years. He I worked for him and he was a great right. that's the legacy I leave. Uh, for this world is what you leave behind. So that's why I'm so optimistic because I say, what am I going to leave? Some right. people just don't get it. Jerry, they just don't yeah. get it. They say, they don't even think of what they're going to leave behind. They just kind of like going through the motions. And I don't, uh, I know I ain't yeah. going to be here forever, but I'm going to leave some spirit and some love and right. some understanding. I'm going to leave something behind for these people to say, to love on each other. Yeah. No, and that's, 
I think that's the the bigger focus. And it's, it's one of those things that, you know, I've, I've changed my, when I was in high school, man, if we stepped on the track together, I wanted to beat you like the worst beating you ever had in your life. Like I was going to take you down. Oh yeah. Um, you know, and now when I step on the line, it's like, you know what? Hey, we're going to run a hard race. We're going to have fun. And I hope I bring the best out of you and you bring the best out of me. Yes. You know, and, and, you know, and it, it, I may win, I may lose, but you know, my goal is, it, and, and so it's I, in high school, I never outside of my own teammates, I never would have run up next to somebody else that I'm competing against and said, Hey, come on, you can do it. Let's go. Right. Now I do it. You know, yes. I'm like, Hey, keep it up. Come on. It's not that come far. On. One more, you know? one more mile. One more. And, yeah. and it's, it's, it's that them. different perspective of, you know, right. back then it was all me focused and, you know, and, and, and I didn't really know, even though I went through, all the Catholic education, I didn't, I really didn't know and have a personal relationship with Jesus until after high school. Yes. And that's when it clicked and I went, oh, yes. it's not about me, it's about other people. There you go. It's about how I can impact other people. Yeah. Um, and, and that's why and we're yeah, here. And that's, exactly, yeah. that's why we're here. It's, it's you know, and, and one of the things that, the, 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 the thing that got me going in this four and a half, five years ago was when God said, look, I told you to do this and See, there you go. He talked to you're supposed to impact. You're supposed to impact a million people. <laughs> yes. and I was like, if I'm going to impact a million people, I better start today. I better get to like, working. Right? I better get to working because I've already wasted 20 years. Like, I better get I moving. wasted 20 years of my life and not, not doing what you told me. Yep. And I'm behind the eight ball and I need to get my get my assignment done. Yeah. And yep. that's how God talks to us. Yep. And that's what me and you, and then we, we have a, we have a, I don't have a, a million, you know, million, but I just said, I want to affect as many lives as I can and yeah. push the platform, be it Rumble Young Man Rumble, be it right. uh, Gumbo Sports. I want to push it, even the YMCA, I want to push it to where I'm affecting lives in such a way that, like Martin Luther King say, that I'm the best street streeper right. in the world, that I did it like Michelangelo painted the 16th chapter. Like, I want right. to say Kevin did this the better than anybody has ever done it, and he is a man that you can look up to and say that is what he did. That's why, yeah. that's why you know, I listen to God and I kind of walk this walk because yeah. it's it's not Kevin's walk, yeah. you know? It's God's walk. It's, I'm, a, I'm a God-fearing man, and I love him, and I love his walk and love Jesus, and I'm walking that walk and trying to be with him and in line with him. So and that might right. not align with some of the things of the world, but it's in right. line with God. So I'm cool. I'm good. Right. I'm I'm straight, man. I'm good. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, yes, sir. You know, and yes, that's sir. and that's one of the things that you know people ask me, like both from a from an athletic standpoint, my own performance, and and from a nutrition standpoint, because I, I don't know how many people that 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 see me on a daily basis and know what I eat, yes. know what I do to keep my body the way it is, and they're like, yeah, dude. That is some discipline. That is some hardcore. Like, how it really you, is. How do you do that? And I'm yes. like, oh, it's because God told me to. So it's yeah. easy. There go again. See, guys, listen. Y'all gotta so listen to us. Yeah, because <laughs> God told me to. <laughs> if you do what God tells you to do, even though it seems like it's really hard and it's not right. what the world tells you to do, yes. But it'll be easy if yes. you're doing what He wants you to do. He'll make it yes. easy. Yes. You know. Yes. And 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 I think that's the. That's the, you know, when you look at it, somebody like Nelson Mandela and it's like, he, yes, how did you do all this through, you know, you were in jail, you were in solitary, you were, how did you, well, God was yes. preparing me. Yeah. So he had, you know, it's like, yeah. you know, things like that. Yes. It's like, how can people go through those extremes? Right. Well, it's because they got that relationship with God and they know yes. right. he's going to bring them out on the other side. Right. Solitary was a blessing. 
Yeah. See, what you go through in your downfalls is a blessing. Yeah. What you go through your hard times are a blessing. And I think Tony Robbins said this. He said, if you're going to thank the universe and the world and God for the bad, you got to thank it for the bad and the good. Right. So if you got a horrible father, it's Tony Robbins now. You got a horrible father and a horrible mother and a horrible background. You got to thank them because that made you exactly who you were just as much as the good stuff. Yeah, exactly right. And that's from Tony Robbins. And he's taught millions of people all over the world. And yep. he says the same thing that they're, they're just Kevin and Jerry saying. You have to take that to make lemonade. You have to take that to yep. be the best person. Take lemons and make lemonade. You have to take that and be thanking for the good and the bad. Yep. Not just the good. God, hey, man, I know I'm going through it right now, but just going through it, going through the valley and going through the rough times, going through the desert, you know, going through the, yeah, going yep. through the 40 days in the desert. And you remember all these stories in the Bible? Oh, yeah. Those stories made them who the, the people who they were. Yeah. They were only in the 40, 40 years in the desert on the Exodus because they chose to. Yeah. You see? Exactly. They could have been out. They could have been it out. Was, it, was the, it was the naysayers. It was the, oh, Lord, and where we going to yeah. eat and where we going to go. Yeah, could have been out in 10 days, but they chose to be 40 yeah, years. Yeah, exactly. You know? They spent 40 years in the desert. You could have been out in 10 years, four years, you know? Yeah. But that shows the people, they don't listen to God. They don't listen to the God within them. Yeah. So if you listen to him, he's going to tell you and give you the insight that you need to, to walk through this world. Yeah. Um, well, I know we're getting close to, you know, yes, sir. I'm, I'm going to be respectful of your time and all that, but, uh, yes, sir. You know, yes, sir. before we got on on the recording, we talked a little bit and, and I just wanted to just touch on it with, with everything that's been going on in the world as far as yes, in the U S I should say, um, mm -hmm. in regards to race relations and, and all that. Yes. And, and, and for those of y'all listening that don't know, my wife and I, we adopted both of our children and they're both African-American. They're, they're nine and yes. 10 years old. Yes. And, um, so we were talking a little bit about that and just seeing the world and, and understanding. And, and so it, as brief as you can, um, yes. you know, cause I know yes. that you could probably talk about this for, we could be here for hours. Um, yes. <laughs> what would you tell people as far as like it, it, what we, cause I, I totally respect your opinion and, 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 and really you're one mm -hmm. of the guys that, that when my son does get a little bit older to where he's like starting to experience some things, you're going to be yes. one of those guys that I'm gonna call up and say, all right, Kevin, yeah. I, I'm white, dude. I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, well, yeah, well, man, can like, you help me with this you know, one? Right. Because right, right, I, right. I don't know right. what to tell him. Um, right. But right. what would you tell people that just like, other than just like, you know, hey, we all need to come together and calm down. I mean, those are great things to say. Yeah, that's surface but, level stuff. Yeah. But yeah, like what, what's the reality of like, how can we, how can we help see the issue through your eyes? Right. Well, it's, it's the, the tough conversations, man. We talked yeah. about it a little bit before earlier is, is that having those tough conversations and, and having them early and often, you know, yeah. we have to get to a table where we're going to talk about these issues. We're going to talk about it. And just like you're doing with your son. And even if you're seeking out Kevin Franklin, you're seeking out someone to help help your son. I was talking to Jimmy Screen last yeah. night. He said he had some of his Navy buddies come over to the house. And he had in front of his son, he said, man, I don't know how to have a race relation talk with my son. Right. Can you guys tell me what it means to be an African-American man in America in front of his son? Yeah. Those are the things that change the world. Those right. are the things that spark the change in the world. Now, we're going to need white America to help us. Right. We've tried this for four 400 years, we tried it, we tried kneeling, we tried everything. So, y'all yeah. have to realize that we're at a point to where we need your help. 
Yeah. Jerry, can you help me? And that's what we have to, as African-Americans, need to open up and say, guys, can you help us? Yeah. Can you help me get the injustice? Can you help me get justice? Can you help me eradicate inequality? That's where we are, Jerry. And that's what we need to do. We need we need police. uh, We need to inform our people and we need police reform. Right. We need to police our own self in our own neighborhoods. We need to we need to understand and have some of these tough conversations, and that's where we are, Jerry. Those right. are the things that's going to change, and that's what Kevin Franklin and I have to sit in on African American groups with young yeah. men at Catholic High, and I have to go to city hall council meetings that I do. You get it? I yeah. go to both, right? Because I'm I need the kids at Catholic High, in which I'm in a group. It's like a council of African American kids that are going to be faced with issues at Catholic, and right. then I go. Right talk to Jerry as well, yeah. you know, and I talked to Tommy screen and I talked to uh, uh, Jimmy screen and I talked yeah. to all these guys that I know that we've been on both sides of the, to the fence. Yeah. You know, I worked in law enforcement. I've worked in sports. I've worked in all the things that we get in the day. God perfectly equipped Jerry, Kevin to, to handle these issues because we were athletes. Yeah. We have uh, athlete friends we uh, you know, George Floyd was an athlete. We have all we were perfectly equipped to handle it, but we got to be able to handle the tough conversations and have those tough conversations about race, yeah, police reform, injustice, and inequality. Right. Well, and I, I, I think that's the that's the big key is it being one. You got to break down your barrier to be able to yes. be open to have that tough conversation and not yes, and know that. Yeah. If you're bringing something to me in, 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 a, in a frustration, let's, let's talk about this tough, tough conversation. You have no yes. idea what's going on in my neighborhood. Yes. You're not attacking me with that. No. You're sharing it. And if we don't break down the no. barrier to go, he's not attacking me. He's just telling me what it is. No. Then he's not. And this is what I want to add too, Jerry. People have to understand it's called, I had this new word that I call it, people are it's catching on. It's called selective ignorance. Yeah. We have to eradicate selective ignorance. Yeah. Just like uh, James Elliott. You know Elliot, Miss Elliot, who did yeah. the black black eye, brown eye. Yeah. You go look it up if you you you've you seen it though. Yeah. But selective ignorance is that they know what's going on, but they they go back to the suburbs, they go back to their homes, and they don't worry about African American issues and it don't affect me. Right. My kids go to school with white kids. My kids go, we live in the suburbs. Those, that's selective ignorance. We must yeah. eradicate selective ignorance in other cultures. Right. It does affect you. It does. People are, it's, it's 16 countries, 50 states. We're marching all over the world. This is something oh, yeah. that's affecting the world. Yeah. So, yeah, guess what? <laughs> it's affecting you now. Exactly. Yes, you know, so you can't run from it. That's what I'm saying. So it's going to yeah. be a tough, tough, Tough conversation. There are going to be some tears. There are going to be some um, um, anger. There are going to be some egos. There are going to be all that in that room. Yep. But after we leave here, how can we make this a better place for our kids? And and it might not be. Kevin and Jerry might not see it. You get it? Oh, we yeah. might not see it. We yep. just want to spark it in your sons. I yep. want to spark it in your sons, Jerry. And they are your sons. Yep. I want to spark the change in them that changed the world. Yep. And that's what we're here for. Yep. Exactly right, brother. Yes, sir. Well, so my last question is, uh, how would yes, you, um, and I ask this to everybody, uh, okay. so what, what's your definition of a healthy lifestyle? I, I call a healthy lifestyle, what my definition of a healthy lifestyle is living holistically. 
the healthy lifestyle has to do with your emotional, spiritual, and your physical. Right. You are in, in a, you are holistically helping yourself and your family. That yep. means, do you read the Bible with your wife? Do you do y'all believe in God? Is God leading your household? Right. Are you are you working out physically? Are you eating physically? So, are you putting the spiritual growth in your body? Are you putting the emotional growth in your body? Right. Are you eradicating emotional uh, uh, parasites out of your life? Yeah, you get it. So yep. just like Jerry, just like uh, you, they got they got physical, you know, like ham and all that have have parasites. Yep. You have emotional parasites too. You have spiritual parasites. Oh yeah. So you need to eradicate and fast them out too. You need to detox yep. those people from your life too. So a healthy lifestyle is holistically having a holistic balance between your emotional, spiritual, and your physical, and you are shining that upon the world and others. Right. That's my definition. Man, it's been great talking to you. It is, man. Catching up. It man. is. It's, it's it so made me smile, fun. brother. It, made, it touched it's my heart. So much fun. <laughs> it really um, did, man. Really so did. I'm gonna uh, in the show notes. I will put your uh, your contact information so anybody can get in touch with you. Uh, wants yes, to talk sir. about you know anything we talked about or anything else or just learn yes, how to sir. run the forty faster than anybody else I've ever seen. Yes, sir. And I, I get them, man. <laughs> forty and all that. We train guys. Uh, Gumbo Sports, they can catch me on all of Instagram, Twitter, yeah. and all that stuff like that. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, I'm on Gumbo Sports. Also, Rumble Young Man Rumble is a podcast that we do. Um, yeah. So you can catch me on all those platforms. It's a Rumble Young Man Rumble. is Rumble, YM Rumble. Yep. So you can catch us on that too. And Gumbo Sports, you can catch us there. So And again, Friday nights, man. The original was the Friday night. You can always catch me on the yeah. radio, uh, 104.5 uh, ESPN Radio in Baton Rouge. Also, uh, Channel 19. Um, right here in Baton Rouge as well. And uh, we're in the, um, other areas around Baton Rouge. You can catch us there as well. Well, and, and, and as that just took like a minute for you to explain, I want to acknowledge you, dude, because you are out there. You are promoting, not not yourself, you're promoting the goodness in the sports and athletic world in 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 just the world, in just the spiritual, like we talked about. You're, yes, you're out there. You are not shying away from the hard conversations because I've seen you talk about those as well. And so I just want to acknowledge you, too. Just keep it up because it's, it's amazing. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. God bless you, man. I love you, brother. I love I you. I love you, too, man. All right, bro. Thanks for checking out the All in Health and Wellness Confidence Through Health podcast. Our goal is to use health as a conduit to help you reach your goals in life. 